welcome to another episode of Ask Danny. Well, I tell you, over the years, I have been asked thousands of home improvement questions. So each week here on Ask Danny, I'll bring in one of my expert friends and we'll tackle some of your questions, share a few tips, and also tell you a few entertaining stories to help you out with your project. So remember, next time you have a question, Ask Danny. This week, my guest knows a little bit about metal roofing. It's Todd Miller, who is the president of Isaiah Industries. It's a manufacturer of residential metal roofing, over 40 years of industry experience. And Todd has worked extensively with property owners and contractors all over the world. So, Todd, after all these years, you're about to get the hang of it, aren't you? (laughs) I'll tell you, you always learn something new. Always run into something new in roofing. Well, it's it's been really amazing, you know, to with all of the metal roofing that's taken place and how things have changed so much. I know you and I met um, a year or two ago down in beautiful Cutoff, Louisiana, at the home of David and Ruby, uh, where we did a complete um, re-roofing project there, as well as a lot of other things to try to help them during the next storm. Because, boy, they had been kind of hit around a little bit there with Hurricane Sally and Zeta, uh, really made them realize that a shingle roof was not going to work for him very well and I'll tell you I was impressed with the guys putting on that roof but also um, a lot of people just I don't think realize what a great looking roof you can get and you might not even think it's a metal roof with that type but describe that particular one that was installed on David and Ruby's house. Sure the product they chose was a product called rustic shingle And it's actually an aluminum product, so a lot of metal roofing, of course, is steel, but this is an aluminum product, which is really ideal for their environment uh, with a salt and coastal environment, even brackish water. And rustic shingle is a interlocking aluminum shake, so it has that sort of of old-world shake look to it, but the panels interlock on all sides for wind resistance. Well, I tell you, when you see the guys installing and you see that interlocking and you grab one of these um, pieces, you realize how it can stand up to some of those excessive winds that obviously they've received there in that part of Louisiana. And and uh, and I guess we had a pretty good test when Hurricane Ida um, hit there. Not a, and, and that was almost a direct hit, I think, to, to this particular house. And I know after follow-up and, and looking at the, uh, the footage of their particular house, man, that roof held up great. Yeah, I have to tell you, as I watched that storm track, I was uh, I was sweating bullets. I mean, you know, you always <laughs> believe in your product and you, you know it can do well. But on the other hand, storms like that can be pretty unpredictable and you end up with a lot of windblown debris that oftentimes can cause damage. And uh, of course, uh, David and Ruby had a neighbor's garage that literally exploded and and sent stuff over their way. Um, But they had winds about 10 miles away clocked at over 200 miles an hour. And uh, yeah, I I think we lost maybe one little hip cap on their roof or something Mm -hmm. uh, that was over close to where that garage exploded. So we think it may have been from something striking the roof, but uh, came, came through in shining colors and I know that they were greatly relieved when they returned to their home and saw how things stood up. And, and isn't it cool uh, being out, being able to be out with homeowners and um, meet people like those two? Now, you're talking about fun-loving, great homeowners, passionate about uh, what is a fairly old historic-type home. And uh, even though they've, you know, in, endured quite a bit of damage and, and hardships from storms in the past, you would never know it by talking to them, would you? 
No, they were delightful people, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, they certainly have been through it, and they've seen that old house uh, go through a lot of bad storms, and uh, they're determined to protect it for the next generation and uh, doing a great job with the home they love. Well, Todd, we want to get to a few of the questions because we do get a lot of questions. And and since we've been talking about metal roofs quite a bit over the last few years, it seems to have spawned even more questions. But probably one of the most common ones we get is, do you have to remove all of the existing shingles from the roof before you install a metal roof? And I guess I should preface that by saying every house is a little different and there's a lot of things to consider but a lot of people are pleased to know they don't have to remove it if they only have the one layer. That's correct. Building codes would allow a second layer of roofing in most areas. And one of the things we always suggest and are pretty adamant about is an attic inspection. And so we very much try to get roofing contractors into the habit of going up in that attic where you can inspect the underside of the roof deck and look for signs of rot or water infiltration or even high moisture levels that sometimes need to be addressed as well. Um, But it's pretty common for metal roofs, especially metal shingles and corrugated metal roofs to go over an existing layer of shingles. It's a little bit harder with standing seam. Standing seam really requires a pretty smooth surface. And if you don't have that smooth surface, you can end up with a lot of Uh, what we call oil canning or ripples in the panels. Mm -hmm. Do do you recommend uh, that a roofer put down one by two or one by fours or two by fours on the roof before that goes on? Well, usually I don't. And most products that is not required. And if you've got proper attic ventilation, uh, there really aren't any concerns from a condensation standpoint. Um, You know, the, the strapping or battens can be used, but Ultimately, they make the roof a little harder to walk. Um, They can make the roof a little more prone to wind uplift. Uh, Of course, you may find yourself having to raise your gutters also. Mm -hmm. So we generally promote uh, what we call direct-to-deck installation. Now, even with a direct-to-deck installation, if it's over the old shingles, we will put a layer of underlayment over the existing shingles. And uh, we read that as being required by code, but it also just makes good sense so that you don't have that abrasive top surface of the old shingles rubbing against the back of the metal panels. Well, I tell you one thing that surprises people a lot is how quickly a traditional metal roof can go on that, you know, there's many situations on smaller, modest homes with the proper crew that they're in and out of there a day, day and a half, something like that. That's always welcome when you can turn a a whole project around that quickly. Sure. Homeowners certainly like that and having minimum of disruption and uh, depends so much on the roof and the complexity of the roof. But yeah, one, two, three day installations are not uncommon. Now, of course, metal roofing in many cases will be a little bit more expensive than just a regular single-tab asphalt shingle roof. Um, But, boy, when you start thinking about the warranties, you know, some exceeding 50 years, um, and then you start talking about the energy efficiency, all all of a sudden, if you do a little math there, it's not that expensive at all. Yeah, a lot of times we'll encourage folks to look at it on a cost-per-year basis, and Uh, The investment up front is certainly more, but if you intend to stay in the home for a number of years, uh, you can see good payback on that uh, over time. Plus, you know, you can throw in some energy efficiency that we could talk a little bit about, too. And 
bringing back some of that investment through savings on your air conditioning bills. Hey, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the different varieties of metal roofing that's available. Hey, if you have a question about your home or just need a little help with the project, head over to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Use the form there to send photos, share what you're working on, and ask us any question at all. Now, Todd, of course, there's lots and lots of different types of metal roofing. And, uh, boy, it is so surprising how realistic some of the rustic shakes are and some of the other different roofs. Where do you see some of the trends? I mean, I'm sure the traditional um, corrugated or shiplap type of, um, you know, form and material is still the most popular. But what are some of the other ones that are gaining some traction? Sure. So as we see metal roofing more move into more, shall I say, suburban and urban areas, where, you know, basically you've got large developments of homes and they all have asphalt shingles. A lot of times it's a little harder for homeowners to imagine something that's going to look a lot different than that up on their roof. And sometimes we get into HOAs and ARBs even who say, no, we don't like metal roofs. And so what that's brought about is the development of what we call modular metal products, which I call them metal shingles, but you've got metal shingles being produced out there both from steel and from aluminum, and for some folks, even copper makes a great option as well, but these panels are formed in a variety of ways, so these panels may look like old or existing asphalt shingles that are on the home right now, or they may look like wood shakes or have a high-end slate look, uh, or even there are products that look like barrel tile, so you can get all of these more traditional high-end roofing looks, but with the durability, energy efficiency, sustainability, recycled content, all of those great benefits of metal. You know, I was out in uh, Los Angeles and uh, San Diego area recently, and, and boy, it's amazing when you go along there, you're driving along, and you realize how the area is so prone to wildfires. I mean, everything just seems so dry, and you have all of these large stretches where it's just, you know, it's just um, uh, old, dry timbers, or or tender, I guess you could say. Um, That's another big advantage, and I saw a lot of metal roofs as I was traveling along out there because of the fireproof nature of it. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and of course, recent years have seen a lot of severe wildfires that damaged a lot of property up in that North Bay area. Uh, the Paradise Fire and some of the others Mm -hmm. up there. And as they've been rebuilding up there, boy, I'll tell you, probably hardly a week goes by that we don't get a call from either a property owner or an architect or a builder saying, you know, we're rebuilding and we want to use metal. Tell us about what you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's great. Another great advantage. And then, of course, the energy efficiency aspect of it, you know, with um, and what about the different colors? I've had people ask me that. I, I have a house that's being built right across the river from me, and it is solid black. The mm-hmm. the walls are black. The the ceiling, I mean, the roof is black, and it's got a cool little contemporary vibe going there. But um, is it a big difference between a darker metal versus some of the lighter color color metals as far as just pure old fashioned energy efficiency? Sure. So they generally look at energy efficiency of roofing in terms of solar reflection. And about 20 years ago, this was actually some military technology that made its way into the paint and coatings industry. 
they came out with pigments that are used in these coatings that the pigments, even in dark colors, are designed to reflect radiant heat. So it used to be if you put on a brown roof or that black roof, um, you may get a solar reflectance number of 3-4%. Um, now with these new pigments, they're getting numbers in those dark colors, typically of 25 to 30%. Uh, which is really a dramatic change. Now, uh, white still has very high solar reflectance naturally at around 65, but you don't necessarily have to have a white roof just to be able to get a metal roof that's going to be more energy efficient than what you had before. Yeah, I agree with that. And and then, you know, with so many of them, the styles, having the foam integrated in that, and I think we had that out in uh, Louisiana with David and Ruby's house, actually the foam inserts along there that made it more energy efficient, but also made it a lot easier to walk on that particular roof. Well, and that roof, of course, being an aluminum roof, the foam inserts are very helpful with walkability. You're absolutely right. And I know uh, David and Ruby have already commented about the uh, energy savings they've been enjoying, and uh, they attribute a lot of that to those foam inserts as well, and they're absolutely correct. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, so we've we've been at it for a few years. I'm sure you have a story that comes to mind uh, that you maybe maybe wasn't funny at the time, but maybe you chuckle about it now a little bit. What can you <laughs> what can you share with us along those lines? Boy, I tell you, as you know, Danny, you you. Uh, the longer you're in business, you say to yourself, just when I think I've seen it all, forget about it. You haven't seen anything yet. Uh-huh. Uh, this was interesting. A few years ago, we had a young lady calls from upstate New York, and she had a yeah, sort of a small bungalow sort of home, and she was very interested in our product. Well, she also owned a fairly high-end magazine and website, and she was interested in working out maybe a barter deal where we would – help her get a roof, and she would promote us in her magazine. And as we looked at it, it seemed like a win-win situation to us. So uh, we actually, this is unusual for us as a manufacturer, we sent a crew out from Ohio to install the roof and uh, gave her a roof, took care of the installation. Everything was great. Roof looked great. Everyone was happy. About four years later, four years later, I had a lady call me, and she was, a little upset. Uh, she's like, you put a roof on my house and I don't know why. Well, it turns out the lady who had contacted us was not the owner of the house. She was a renter, um, had never told us that. In Ooh. fact, I, I think it maybe kind of misled us. Uh, but we had put a roof on someone's house who uh, didn't even know it and, and didn't really <laughs> particularly want it at the time. But oh, boy. All's well that ends well. Um, <laughs> this homeowner turned out to be delightful. She came out and visited us. Um, we became great friends. And, uh, oh, good. yeah, on the occasion we talk now, we still laugh about it. My goodness. Well, well, that can happen. It, it That reminds me of um, the, the scenario a lot of times when you're working on a waterfront home. Um, if you don't live on the water... The front of the house is what you see when you drive up off the street. Now, if you live on the water, the front of that house faces the water. So uh, we did install with my construction company a few years ago a new front door that actually was their back door. They okay. they did say they appreciated it, but that they, they still needed the door on the other on the other <laughs> side. So from that point forward, uh, in our description of work and our scope of work, it is. Waterside, 
street sign. You can't go wrong when you do that. So, <laughs> that, that, well, that's a good one. That's a good well, one. Well, Todd, always great to talk with you about this. I mean, you have such a wealth of knowledge about uh, metal roofing and so forth. Uh, what would you just throw out there as that last little bit of information to our listeners? You know, the thing I really encourage homeowners, if they're looking at a metal roof investment, is choose the product first because ultimately you're going to live with the looks of that product for a long time. And one of the things we've always said is, you know, if a homeowner doesn't really love the look of the product and it doesn't fit their home real well from their perspective, they're not going to be happy with it long term. So we encourage people, choose product first. Lots of great resources out there on the Internet to help with that. Um, of course, our friends at the Metal Roofing Alliance, metalroofing.com, is a, is a great source uh, to get connected to various products. But um, choose the product and then go back to that manufacturer and say, okay, who in my area is experienced installing this product? And so you end up with the best of both worlds. You get the product you want that looks great on your house, and you get an installer that uh, is experienced with the product and has been suggested to you by the manufacturer. You know, I've heard a lot of great feedback, too, on the metalroofing.com um, visualizer and being able to help you a little bit and decide Absolutely. on exactly what kind of roof. Some people have a harder time than that than others in visualizing exactly what it looks like. That that makes it a, a lot simpler. Well, well, Todd, what about a website for you in case people want to drop by and find out a little bit more? Sure. Well, the most direct way to contact me is I have an educational website. I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm just educating folks and answering questions about roofing and ventilation and some other areas of home improvement. And that's real easy at ask, A-S-K, Todd, T-O-D-D, Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R.com. Ask ToddMiller.com. And they can email me through there as well as read a lot of the blog posts and articles and questions I've covered over the years. Oh, fantastic. And I know there's a lot of information there available. So AskToddMiller.com. Todd, thanks so much for being with us. I look forward to having you back on with another uh, handful of questions that you can solve for us. Well, it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it. And keep up the great work. You're doing great stuff out there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Todd. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Danny. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you'll take a moment to leave a review and follow this podcast. I also invite you to visit todayshomeowner.com slash ask where you can send me any photos, ask any question, and let me know what topic you would like to hear more about. Hey, I look forward to sharing more with you next week. So remember, next time you have a question, ask Danny.